No, you have no How's idea. How's your sex change? A couple. Of <laughs> 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 Let's do this shit, man. Gentlemen, to the We Speak English Good podcast. Um, uh, today on the show, we have a special guest Arnie with the Masters of Bartending School, Saeed of El Kamar, El Kamal Bar is on panel. Also on panel is the Unruly Soul Fire Band. So uh, let's fucking do this. My name is Mikey P, and uh, let's start this fucking show here. Oh, thank you, thank you. Oh, it always ends abruptly, just like everything else. Happy four, <laughs> happy four twenty, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it, hey. I, I am completely sober as usual. I do not smoke weed anymore because um, I can't do I it. Like I guess. How dare you, sir? <laughs> Anyways, welcome back, everyone. <laughs> As you can hear, the band is back next door, so uh, they're going to be playing the same roof uh, over and over again for the next hour and a half, so I hope you guys enjoy that. Um, Today on the show is uh, a new friend, Arnie, with the Masters of Bartending School. It's going to be a local business owner show, so stay tuned for that. We're going to talk business. Also on panel, coming back is Saeed from El Kamal Bar. (laughs) And uh, and of course the Soulfire Band, who is a band that uh, I play with now, and um, we'll talk to them in a second. Dominating the universe. Uh, anyways, why is uh, Saeed topless, by the way? Uh, Saeed, put your shirt back on, man. It's Sorry. not cool, bro. It's not that kind of party. He's been drinking Bella's points all day. That's what happens. And uh, that's what like Bella's points. <laughs> local local like brewery eight. plug. Cool. <laughs> and the b- and the band next door is still playing the same riff. Thank you guys. Metal Anyways, uh, let's get some business out of the way here. Uh, I just want to give a shout out to Javier at Freshly Served for those awesome jackets he made. The Skakes Roots Project. Go to freshlyserved.net and get all your Urban Riot gear. Uh, also, Skanks Roots Project is doing a run up in Central Valley, California, working our way down. Uh, Merced the 28th, April 28th, next week. Uh, the Hangar Barbecue. I, I don't even know wh- where we're going to even play at the Hangar Barbecue. That sounds weird. It's a barbecue place, but we're going to do it. Um, Salinas, California on April 29th. Casa Sorrento. Santa Clarita, California at the Summer Meltdown. And this is going to be a big reggae Meltdown. festival. Uh, Through the Roots is playing uh, Arise Roots. The guy... <laughs> Arise Roots. <laughs> the guy from um, what up, Kareem? Revolution. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jim. Oh, that guy? Yeah. yeah, I love that guy. That guy's going to be playing there. Um, <laughs> Roots Covenant, Stranger, Skanks Roots Project, backing up the lovely Janelle Phillips. And uh, also to top off, uh, Sunday, May 1st, Ventura, The Discovery. 
where you can go watch a band and uh, have the music be disrupted by the bowling alley right next door to it. So that is... um, And then uh, May May 10th, we'll be at the 710 Beach Club. Uh, Rain and I will be doing a Mother's Day show on May 8th out at uh, the Tin Roof here in... You don't have to clap for everything, <laughs> but thank you. I appreciate. I appreciate. Oh, good. I appreciate the enthusiasm. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's that riff again. So every time I hear that song, it makes me go nuts. They've been interchanging. Uh, anyways, um, we're gonna be having our good friend Jessica Manalo come in from Las Vegas. Um, to do that. See, this is what I was talking about: sign conversations, Alex. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. Throw the mic out. <laughs> it's all good, baby. I, <laughs> I I I reprimanded Alex, and he just had the biggest like sad look on his face. He's so like, sorry. My field. There's a tear. Indian. <laughs> <laughs> the Indian. When he, yeah, I literally threw out some garbage <laughs> out of my window and out of my. I but the garbage, garbage was on Alex, the, and he just cried. The like garbage the, came out of like my mouth record. though, and <laughs> made a tear come down. Uh, uh, that's going to be at the Tin Roof downtown San Diego. Jessica Manalo, awesome uh, singer-songwriter. She'll be on at 7, we'll be on at 8, and that will be fun. And I have a special treat for everybody since it is 420 today. The Skanks Roots Project released their first single um, in a while. Um, and we're going to listen to it, actually, so I hope you guys don't mind that. If I can get levels right, and if my internet will work. So if my internet's not working, Facebook... Well, you'll know because you can't see me, but I guess it won't matter because we're talking into a mic. <laughs> I'm not making sense anymore. Harrow. I hope this fucking works. God damn it. See what we see. You know we don't believe all that propaganda they be playing on TV. We got a gang of weed. We burning up the streets cheap. We get it blown even when the shit gets deep. Yeah, that's what we see. You know we don't believe. That propaganda they be playing on TV We got a gang of weed We burning up the streets cheap yeah. We getting blown even when the shit gets deep yeah, I Stay in my zone, steady smoking on this OG Backwoods, raw papers, duchess and even swishes sweets E3, second son of the one and only Real G, I stay sucker free, still in the CPT They all mess with E3, I'm about my paper Surround myself with real ones and weed out all the haters Smoking herb and I probably won't come down till later Tomorrow, cause most of the day we always stay blazing Load me up Preferably something high in TAC Put it in the air and chase all the hate up off the streets Puff, puff, pass it Straight to the left Smoke it down to the fingers Till it ain't none left Baby, easy Mr. Down to the last roast No need to worry Smoke out the pound I ain't playing around, yo Fill them all up Just make sure they burn slow Nothing but crush clouds Yeah, you know how it goes yeah, you see You know we don't believe All that propaganda they be playing on TV We got a gang of weed We burning up the streets cheap We getting blown even when the shit gets deep Then that means we stone, backwoods blown, straight knowing we indoor grown. Always going big, the baddest to the bone. My brethren know how it's grown. SRP rocking your car or home. Speakers blown, bad neighbors cause we some shredders. Like the DOC, no one can do it better. We got our shit on lock, cock, and ready to rock. Shit's embedded in bedrock. Let's rise, non-stop, be on top. E3, SRP, mashing the CPT. 
SD, the whole state of Cali. Yeah, much love from the Central Valley. my internet for working you piece of shit i'm sorry guys uh sorry on facebook i know a couple of you are saying hi what's up davy roots i love you sorry again for talking shit to you <laughs> you know what i'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> um anyways that is the new single that we just released today uh skanks roots project go ahead and pick that up it's a free download right now and then on may i think may 16th uh we're gonna release it as um you got to pay for it so get it while it's good anyways now that uh i totally shit all over my intro um i guess we should bring on our shit tro yes yes gabe it does the shit tro that would Sorry, <laughs> All right, anyways, let's bring on our guest, Gabe Arnie. Gabe makes words. From <laughs> no, god damn it. Making words. Come on up, Arnie. Sorry that you had to sit through that shit show. It doesn't oh. use most of the time our intros doesn't consist of me fucking playing with my iPad, just like staring listlessly into the fucking glowing light. <coughs> Sometimes we actually have a discussion, which we tried to, but I just I just kept interrupting everything by trying to get the dental hold on. Seven eleven, seven seven eleven, seven seven eleven, down the world trade, seven eleven, seven eleven, seven eleven, down the world trade center right after check, a check. Just Okay. Um anyways That was for you, Arnie. Yoga fire. Uh, anyways, Arnie, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for having it. me, yes. Um so you uh, you run the Masters of Bartending School. Where where and yeah. where and how can people find you? 
Yeah, Masters of Bartending School, San Diego. We're located right there in uh, Claremont Mesa East, right in the heart of San Diego. Uh, <laughs> you can find us online at mastersofbartending.com or sdmobs.com. Um, pretty big, uh, become the number one bartending school in San Diego in the past year, really raising the bar for bartenders. <laughs> Now, is that according yeah. to Yelp, or is that according to your mom? We have <laughs> both. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. No, five-star uh, five rating on Yelp. We're the only five-star school in San Diego. Only five-star through Google as well, so uh, uh, definitely being recognized by the general public for sure. Nice, Woo! nice, man. Uh, yeah. Now, I wasn't trying to shit on your parade uh, there, buddy. <laughs> just huh. making a stupid joke. Yes, he was. No. Shut up, Gabe. <laughs> I assume you're going to be making some drinks for us tonight, right? Yeah. Yeah, actually. Uh, he's going to he's going to open a beer for you. <laughs> yeah, properly open this a beer. This is the best with, open with Blair. With Blair. Jim scheduled the rehearsal. On it was purpose, open so, so clean, and so we yes. could be here for for your drinks. So he could be disruptive. Fucking with you. Provide that extra element. Yeah. Oh, anyways. So how long you guys have been in business? Uh. Come May, it's now been <laughs> one year, a year long, and um, what, what were we talking about, gentlemen? Yeah. What were we talking about, side conversations, gentlemen? Have a, yeah. Gentlemen, get drunk. Sorry, the Mike's on I'm telepathic. I know. I know. New riff I haven't heard. <laughs> Thank God that they're there to fucking keep us entertained throughout the. Please, we should make it a drinking game. How many times if they play the riff over and over again? Yeah. Okay, it's on. If I'm they play this Ar riff, Arnie's got his own theme song now. By the way, when he's talking about the bar thing yeah. in the background. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, so the bar thing's called. I think you're onto something. I think you're onto something. I like it. No, uh, maybe I need a jingle. Yeah, dude, yeah. Do, you, right. do you need a jingle? Uh, you need somebody to write it for you. These guys. Hey, I got one for you. Masters of bartending. How about this one? Um, sorry, that was so stupid. Um, <laughs> I feel it. Uh, anyways, how long have you guys been around? I'm about to bring out my glow sticks. <laughs> you should have brought some, or glow else. Glow sticks? We Did you say glow sticks? Glow sticks. I love glow sticks. Yeah. I'm sorry. I know this is getting out of hand. Um, stuff. What you should actually <laughs> take Mike. his voice now if you record this. Poor take Mike's his voice and say, I like glow sticks. And then just make a techno song off of that. Just, I like glow sticks. Mm -hmm. I like glow sticks. Glow sticks. What? See, you already, you fucking, we already got a jingle right here. And we won't say anything about Masters <laughs> Bartending. It'll just be glow sticks, glow sticks, glow sticks. <laughs> with the fucking backbeat. <laughs> and then it'll turn into a crap Sponsored song. by. <laughs> Anyways, how long have you been in business, man? Uh, now one year coming May. One year, and yeah, you guys are year. already the top in the city. Yeah, raise, raising the standards for bartenders. You know, especially in San Diego here, we got a, a lot of bartenders out there, and a lot of them still stuck in their own ways, not really, you know, performing up to their expectations. And in San Diego, being a huge tourism town, people coming from all over the world, it's really important that you know people, uh, bartenders, that they take pride in making these concoctions for people who are paying top dollar for these drinks. I mean, I was in Wisconsin not too long ago paying 25 cents for a draft beer and $3 for a tequila sunrise. And coming to San Diego, you're looking at, you know, yeah. $7.50 for right. a draft beer and $12.50 for a craft cocktail. Yeah, so definitely $10 it's beer the least, It's the least you can do as a, as a bartender, and it's really raising the standards and just really creating a new... Uh, a new normal for the, what bartenders should be at this day and age, especially in San Diego. So you're you're saying that you're raising the standards, but like, what are some of the examples of like what you guys are doing differently that the other guys aren't? That's getting mm. you five star 
mom reviews? Well, let me tell you, it's a it's a variation of ver uh, of a lot of things. One is um, not only do I do I teach you know how to how to do it one way, but I teach them various ways on how to do it. There's no wrong or right way how to create a cocktail as long as the end result ends up somewhat familiar. So serving it with style and a smile is one thing we really preach. And you know just you know just you know when you're making a rum and coke or an ice water, just how you pick up your ice and put it into the glass and have a little pizzazz to it. Because believe it or not, bartenders, we're on show. People are watching every single little thing that you do. Especially if you have a pair of tits. Especially, especially. Yeah. Sorry, ladies, that was rude. I'm That's fucking a good idea. Such an Maybe asshole. I should do that. <laughs> yeah, especially with a guy where a pair of bitch tits on a dude. I mean, like, I put these things in a brazier, man. I'm getting <laughs> up here, ladies. My <laughs> eyes are up here. <laughs> I'm getting at least. I wear a bustier. I'm work. getting <laughs> <laughs> and man I'm not, not going to lie. I put on. I put and some chaps. oranges in my bra. <laughs> you know, see you what, work see it. what you gotta work think. it. Um, so Didn't what, work. what 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 made you want to do bartending school? Like that's such a odd thing. I guess it's not that odd, but I mean it's still like what what even drives someone to Well, it happened like about that? 3 and a half, 4 year, almost 4 years ago and um I had an opportunity to train for a local bartending school. And so I went in there, you know, thinking, oh, a new job opportunity. And, you know, I used to laugh at bartending schools. Being a bartender now for 14 years, when I heard somebody went to a bartending school, I'd laugh. Like, oh, that was a waste of money, waste of time. But that's and what I was thinking. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, and that's what the <laughs> really, that's really what the bartending reputation has has, has, has seen. And right, because it's ba it's based on experience, really. I mean, I'm from where I'm coming from, because I've had some friends right. go to bartending school, and then they like are promised a job afterwards. Oh, yeah, we don't promise sudden. jobs. That's <laughs> that's good, <laughs> because they're like, oh, we'll help no. you get a job, job placement. Oh, yeah, well, that, sudden, that's that's exactly what, what the image as the bartending schools in San Diego right. has become, and, and it has to do with some of the, the local owners uh, coming from out of state, just looking at, at a market, and you know what they're looking is to make the dollar, whereas we don't really care about making money. We, we really preach about the bartending position and and the taking pride taking pride in cocktails and everything that we do you know it's it's actually it's not meant for everybody and everybody thinks that they can be a bartender and oh it's going to be a great job but there's it actually takes a certain individual to really to really uh well especially yeah. when it comes to like flaring and stuff like that. yeah <laughs> and uh, we we're the only school in san diego in fact in southern california that offers a flare program yeah, uh, so your teachers like tricks and how to spin and eat fire. Well, they're, they're and yeah, I've seen some of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, we right. collaborated with the uh, with this team. <laughs> with the, Can I take uh, your eat fire course? <laughs> <laughs> fire starter. <laughs> Yeah, we collaborated with a, a group called the Flareholics, and they're in Las Vegas and San Diego. And uh, they, they train at our facility, so we're an official training facility in San Diego. So for the bartenders that are already bartending and looking to step up their game and see a dramatic increase in all their tips right off the bat, definitely recommend the class. It's, um, it's, in fact, I was sitting in on the classes and learning some new tricks of my own because I thought I knew it all as a flare bartender. But yeah. I mean, I, I don't What's know. your specialty as in flare? Uh, single uh, shaker tins. I'm a, I'm a bit. I got really good control of two shaker tins. So you know, before I make you an ice water, you know, two shaker tins. Shaker smack tins? up, flip up, squeeze it, throw it. Him. Yeah, I don't know what challenged. a shaker tin is. I'm sorry. Uh, shaker tins are those uh, tall metal things that oh, sit okay. on top of the bar. The mixing tins. I know if what you you're talking about. Tins. I know what you're yeah. talking about. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, they have a weird weight to them, so they're really hard to handle. But 14 years messing around with shaker tins, I got a good feel for them, and it's. You know, two two th objects that I can use, you know, to make you a cocktail, to make it look 
like I'm doing a lot when actuality. I'm not really doing much at all, but it's, it's the presentation. It's of course. It's the appearance of it. Yeah, totally. It, it looks fun, you know? What, Saeed, you were telling me something about you guys are doing a, um, a co <laughs> cocktail or mixology program. So are you his competition? Is that what you're no, saying? No, I mean, no. We're we, collaborating. Uh, we, we collaborate. Um, we, uh, you know, we besides us uh, being longtime friends uh, and me and helping sometimes with his... Uh, Bartending school, and him, <laughs> and, and my we music, and my music career. The bar, it's, it's <laughs> the best show ever. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. I'm just go ahead, there please. What he call it? And besides him, you know, like uh, also coming in guest bartending at times and bringing his classes to a actual, you know, uh, a bar where where they carry alcohol. Okay. And, um, and they plus they like to to see what I preach, you know. They, yeah. You know, they, I bring yeah, it to exactly. the bar. Yeah, exactly. So, them so and, uh, is does he come in and like kind of train your bartenders up, or he has? He's he's brought in uh, bartenders that we've used in different, uh, pretty much uh, events. Besides events, you know, uh, some of our workers that have, you know, a little bit of bartending experience have, you know, came from his schools as well. Oh, that's uh, right. Yeah, I've been training uh, in San Diego now for almost four years, and so probably a lot of people out there listening right now even recognize me because I'm the the number one trainer in San Diego. Um, yeah, where's, where's he's not trying to brag. No, uh, you know, the course that I teach and the reason why we made it this way. And it's not just what you know, it's a collaboration of, of all the local bartenders in town. It's really like a bartending boot camp. And it's a really, really difficult challenge. And we just don't pass anybody. You really have to pass the test. And, you know, we don't fire just. Test. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the fire test. The test of fire. Yeah. We, yeah. We, we put them on fire and <laughs> see how long they last. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> how do you. Put yourself out. Dead eye. He just went How do you do it? They what walk through coals. <laughs> Don't use the Everclear no. <laughs> yeah, Everclear <laughs> works though. Oh, geez, Everclear. Is that Everclear is, that is legal? legal is it legal I think, here? I think actually? it is. It's legal again. Is it? Yeah. It's legal again. Again. It's just not fun. In Ohio, it was not illegal. We used to have to go to Indiana. Or Kentucky. Across the border there. Yep. Absinthe is legal, kind of. The absinthe that they have here, though, is not the same. No, it's dog. It's not wormwood, right? It's like a, it's an American, you know. Dirty American. They're pulling the wool over our eyeballs. Yeah, some alcohol companies will actually have to change their the amount of alcohol in their beer per state. Yeah. Because like Oklahoma. Utah, Utah, they don't, they don't, um they don't allow you to have like. The right amount. I mean, the you know. The beers oh yeah, is it three two? They don't have IPAs there. Is three two? Is yeah. three two in Utah. Utah and Colorado? Right, the three two beer. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, well, about why Colorado, the fuck you bringing it up, Saeed? Utah, you like? <laughs> Utah though, since <laughs> they're all the Mormon, they don't, they don't, they don't fucking. They don't, you don't, you can't. Drink don't blame as the Mormons for your yeah. misinformation. Their beer is weaker. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. And you have because to go to a beer store to get real beer. Them, that's what like in Colorado too, when you when you're at a higher elevation like that, the stronger beers actually do a lot more damage to you as well. So yeah. it's the lighter, it's the lighter beer. It's a I guess they just have to smoke bag. more weed. You that's asshole. why, go to Colorado why, and get that's drunk. why Coors Light is so cool over there because <laughs> it's so weak here, but up there, it's like it's like, it's, it's like it's an a taste IPA. of the Rockies, bitch. So hammered. You're saying what I'm thinking. Is that what's going on in Utah? Is the lack of that's why Coors Light over there is the, the lack shit. of oxygen. That's about what it is. It is a waterfall of like you know, just you know, water. <laughs> yeah, just keep it there and not distribute it. it. My brother likes it. My brother loves it. Those the are the uh, the werewolf killers, right? Silver bullets. Uh, yeah. mm. Mm. Hey, yeah. mm. you might mm. have a commercial idea for him right there. 
Um, Saeed, actually, I had a question for you because recently in New York and California, they just passed the legislation to raise the minimum wage from, what, 10 to 15 in the next few years. (laughs) And you're going to be, you own... I'm a small business owner. He is a small. Both of you are small <laughs> yeah. business owners. I'm a small business, but owner, yes. I, I mean, do you hire other teachers and stuff? Yeah, too? absolutely. Yeah, I got, I got I people working my class right now. It's a scary now. thought for small business owners because you know what? You got to think of the your consumer. You're gonna have to raise prices, and and that hurts because they already, you know, for some, for us, you know, we use quality products, so it's it's a little bit of a higher, you know, um, what do you call it? Uh, price for our products as opposed to like a taco shop or you know a mcdonald's or a subway you know you gotta think of the consumer that's you know trying to you know take it easy on their pocket and we're already gonna have to fucking pay our employees a higher wage which technically if you really think about it it doesn't make sense because everything has to go up as well you know everything is gonna go up so you, know, you so, so you are not. For it's an it, it's really. a drastic it's a drastic number. I mean, Shouldn't I agree. So high, s- yeah. In such a short yeah, time. I agree. Gradually. You know, like we we just went from like I remember maybe like I don't know. Well, four or five years ago it was like eight something. Now it's like eleven, and it's like by next year it's gonna be fifteen. You know, it's like. I think the problem is 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 the <laughs> the power of inflation. Yeah, like, exactly. They're not really matching up inflation with some kind of a thing like this because you got to think about you got to think about that that's that's like one of the number one things i would think about as a political accountant or whatever you know i would be i'd be thinking about okay what's the inflation number versus what's the number we should put out there so what do you think a solution would be for like small businesses who fucking can't really afford that or like who don't want to lose it's gotta be for me i think it's gotta be more of a gradual move well, then isn't it in like a couple of years it's going to be going up? Like well, by it like seems like it's been since like you know in the last two years it's moved like how does that two two to three dollars? You know what I mean? How does that affect? Uh, don't servers and bartenders get a servers and a bartenders are not what <laughs> yeah. worries an employer. A server and bartender is gonna be the most the one that benefits the most. But I'm We're wondering about how the in, the minimum wage increase affects them. Oh, well, they're they, gonna love it. <laughs> well, yeah. well, you know, uh, they're going to get 15. Because, they're not going to be like a, a server. Portion. A server bartender already, you know. We're spoiled in they, California. We're, we're, as we're food already gaining from gratuity, which is, you know, technically right now we're still able to charge gratuity. You know, as, as far as, you know, when you're in a restaurant and you have a certain amount of people, by technicality, you, you charge a gratuity. You know, so you, you right, get right. almost a compensation I, for you're already working a minimum hour job, you know, for your, you know, you're basically serving their food and, you know, mm-hmm. talking to them. You know, I'm a bartender server, you know, and it's only going to help us as far as a business owner, though. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to it's going to really hurt and hinder what we can do because we're going to have to increase our prices and it's going right. to be hard to also pay such an increase in such a you know few amount of years it's it's a like a two three dollar increase you know within the last mm-hmm. i don't know four or five years I guess or what i was wondering <coughs> sorry was sorry about I my th- numbers no no, no i thought <laughs> they're not exact like i'm not familiar with all of california's um policies and everything because i haven't been here that long i've only been here like two years but where i 
went to school in South Carolina, the minimum wage was is is still way lower. It's like yeah. eight seventy five or something. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's but understandable. Servers would make two thirteen an hour. Yeah, they make yeah. it the exact. Well, they're, they're okay, so it's yeah. the same. I in a tipping position, in other states, they lowered the minimum wage because yeah. you know we have that right. opportunity. We, we have gratuity. However, in California, with the with the food servers and bartenders, they automatically get that high. And so they're going to jump up to 250 Yeah, in addition, with all their cash tips, they don't even have to claim that. They, yeah. they really don't. I, I mean, mean, if, if you're, you're going to go buy a car, then, of course, I'm going to claim all my tips because mm-hmm. I want that car dealership to know that I'm making money as a bartender. So the However, if I make $200 in one night, you know, I'm not going to let Uncle Sam know that. I'm going to put it straight in my pocket. I'm not saying that, you know, uh, <coughs> not to all my students listening out there. This is probably not my what they should be. But it's, you know, as a server here in, 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 in California, it's, it's going to be Nevada. profitable for sure. As a business owner, it happens. It happens. As a business owner, owner it's yeah. going to be scary because we have to, you know, increase our wages, which is not something that we don't feel people deserve to earn more. You know, but as a starting point, it's pretty hard. Why are you against the working class citizen? That's what I want to know. Why is Saeed? I'm a working class citizen, man. I'm a a business owner. He's the man. So I'm the lowest. He's the man. Why are you? I'm a small business owner. Once again, the 1%. Yes, Saeed. (laughs) I'm not the. Look down at us. You're big hilltop. (laughs) I understand. Well, no. also, it might hurt their performance, the servers and, and bartenders, because if they're making no, a higher wage, so it, they're not going to rely as like much said, on inflation, tips. No? It, uh, inflation inflation would compensate for it because as a business owner, I'm going to have to charge higher for my products. Exactly. You know, wait, are you saying you're going to have to charge more than $7 for a Bud Light? So I have to charge you more. So therefore, I charge more. Wait a minute. So therefore, I charge more for my taco, and then my the people who earn more come and buy that taco so they basically break even. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> it. Really, level. yeah, like, yeah. It I'm really makes six, not much so sense. More, so then you raise and then they eat the taco. Well, yeah, yeah that's what I was kind of gonna make. But that's what I was gonna kind of say. Um, it, it seems like if people are making more, then maybe they're not gonna be afraid to spend a little more, and it might be okay. Maybe it, it's something that might not right. Economy <laughs> boost, of but, course. Um, but you know, I mean, I don't own a business like that. My business relies on me and my wife, and that's we just have to pay ourselves. I just think so it's Saeed keeping us down, man. He's the no. man. He's the man. People, people, <laughs> people aren't the best at spending Saeed extra money. Man. That's for sure. <laughs> but uh, they'll probably. But you whatever. know, I mean, like whatever, it all goes around. You well, know. you know, the same things were kind of said. I have about to pay like, more, so they raise more prices, and then they. Same thing. We all, it's all a wash. Right, but I mean, but I can understand Warsh. where your worry well, comes in. I will be losing business to like a, uh, you know, corporation or a business that has, you know, more businesses that can support a mass consumption of whatever they're selling. And it's like, I'm a small business. I only yeah. have one restaurant. Yeah. So my stuff is more like craft, you know, yeah. or it's more like a... A skill and art. You know, not necessarily a skill and art, but it's... It's no, not. No, it is. Though. Absolutely, it's because not the popular food, thing. It's not McDonald's. It's not you know we're right, we're, we're, we're a smaller there. market, so it's like we're doing more authentic things, and and right. I would have to you know charge five dollars for a taco, and people would be like, man, that's a fucking expensive taco, but our shit is like quality. You know, it's like we're talking about like some you know high end tongue, like we were talking about lengua earlier. You know, hey. like uh, that's what I sell. I sell high end lengua, high end chivo, high end you know like menudo. You know, like the high end. In the bar it, industry, and it's not a taco shop, shop, you know, and people Ooh. people will go to a taco shop because they'll see, oh no, they're selling lengua over here too for less, but it's like you're not, ta- we're not talking about the same type of product, you know what I mean? It's right. like we're more of a Whole Foods, 
as opposed to, you know, everyone else is a fucking, like, you know. Taco So is there a difference between a, uh English-speaking cow and a, uh, say, non-speaking No, but, you know, there's playing. fattier cows <laughs> and, you know. Sometimes sometimes they taste a little different. <laughs> you know, a little different. Mike didn't like that joke. That didn't Who land knows, with man, Mike. I mean, you know you what? You know Okay, we're all friends now. Everything's cool. The slate's wiped clean. Well... Well, like, I was like a men in black, and they flashed the light. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> awesome. Just, just these, these guys are doing a business. You know, these guys are both running their own business, starting business, hiring people, keeping the economy going. God what bless up? them, man. Big How? ups, big ups. Thanks, appreciate that. Yeah, it's, a, it's definitely a big risk. You know, it's like it definitely is. I, I wasn't, I didn't realize the the time and the work that went into it until I fully dedicated myself and. Now I'm starting to feel it. I'm like, when wow. You, I know wow. it's like a barely sit down because their gonads are so big. <laughs> <laughs> I missed it. It takes guts to open a business. Will I'm someone saying. explain that joke to me? Uh, balls. <laughs> okay, gona- gonads is Reason the worst. Gonads. <laughs> he said gonads. I'm sorry. It takes balls to open your own business. No, it certainly but does. But gonads are like a, a larger set of balls. Like they're not your normal <laughs> no, size. Yeah, yeah, I mean, because you got to think people are Ramos, out there. People will have like these dreams. Where they want to fucking, they're like, man, one day I'm going to open up a restaurant or one day I'm going to be a fucking bartender and teacher. They never do it. Yeah, and they just sit there and they just, they're, they're stricken by fear of failure yeah. and like, it's like a fear of failure. So, like, how many times have you, like, have you fucked up or, or failed? Because failure to me, if, if you really fail, is when you give up. Obviously, you didn't give up. So, how, when was a time that you really felt like the fuck, you know, like, I would have to say advertising. Advertising. Yeah, you know, being a new business owner, I, I didn't know what was getting involved when it came to advertising. Okay. And I don't know if I should say the name of the people that, you know, you I mean, uh, well, I mean, Reader Magazine. Uh, you know, these, they, these guys, are, they're good. They, they're good at what they do. But, uh, you know, I spent a lot of money in a, in a form of advertisement that had zero benefit to me. So right. that was a time where I was just like, Right, right. And then I was struggling to pay my rent because you know I I spent over ten thousand dollars in advertisement, and it's like I could have I could have used that I could I could use that learn after learning about Google AdWords and all that other stuff. Cheers. Would you like it? Oh yeah, sure. Cheers, guys. Thank you. All right, salute. No. How dare you? Uh, but you know, it's, it's a learning experience. It's a big, huge learning experience. And, uh, I pay top dollar for life lessons. I found out. Yeah. Well, those are the, those are the most expensive ones. It turns out. Mm. Um, so, so fuck, what does $10,000 get you, get you, get you, Uh, you don't mind going into it a little. Well, we're looking at, um, when it comes to advertising, they try to get you into three months, four months, just like any other deal. And um, it's I was paying, you know, you know, just for a little square in a magazine, yeah. um, uh, almost six hundred dollars a week at oh. one point. And, uh, and then I tried other forms like the Navy Dispatch and that was fun. And, you know, they're a little bit better, a little bit more lenient. And then, you know, what I needed to realize was how do you market? Yeah. You know, and then it was it was just a whole new thing that I had to learn. I had to learn the whole internet system. I had to learn about social media. You have to learn about Google, Google Analytics, Google AdWords, uh, yeah. Google Plus pages. Yeah. Learning all you know, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Learning all that stuff. And now Facebook, you have to advertise on Facebook now. And you know, now I'm pumping money more into advertising on Facebook. And you know, you just really got to find out what works for your specific business. And if that's like any. 
recommendation I could do for some new business owners out there is find out exactly what your business will, will prosper from. And, you know, if you can go out and just test the market like I did, you're going to yeah. end up wasting lots of money. So, you know, find a, a business relative to yours and see what they did and, you know, kind of copy them. In a sense, yeah, you got to be a little copycat at first. And that's how we learn. You know, you, you copy other businesses and you, you do what to. they do. And then, and, then you, and then you expand. And then, you, works, yeah, and then, you, and then you, you move on from that. That's why I think it's funny that businesses sometimes get into a little thing with each other. About, yeah. Oh, we had that kind of sandwich first or whatever, you know. It's a sandwich. Yeah. Pepsi and cola. Yeah. Everybody's Pepsi eating a sandwich. Pepsi and Coke. <laughs> Fucking yeah. same oh, no. shit. Well, Shut yeah. the fuck oh, up. It's gross. There's 12 notes in music, and everybody's like, oh, you stole this from me. You stole yeah, this from like, me. Come on, man. Oh, come gee, on. That's it's a good like, one there. How you, play, you, play you play a G song. in that song? I play a G, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you dirty hooker. You stole my hit. So what, uh, I want royalties. What did you find? <laughs> I used a G chord. What was the most... Um, what did you find in marketing that was the most beneficial to your business? Uh, what's worked for me? Like, yeah. Believe it or not, what works doesn't really work. <laughs> what, what works doesn't really work. I think really I know work. what you mean. I think I know what you mean. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's, well, Groupon, actually, you can, you know, give it up, to, give it up for Groupon, but what they do is, is they just take your product and it makes it, De it devalues your product, you know. Already my, you know, my class, I value it at, you know, 300 $500. What Groupon they want you to do is take that value and cut it in half, and then discount that half. And out of that half that I sell it for, they get half of that sale. So some like a, a booking agent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. I just I just put my uh, I just put the Groupons on hold. Uh, you know, and see how that works. But they do generate sales, and but you know, over the the three thousand dollars that Groupon has made off our uh, off the sales for the business. I could have used that three thousand dollars and went and put it, pumped it into Google AdWords, or pumped it into you know more right. on a, on a on a on a whole worldwide network versus just Groupon, who's focusing just in San Diego, and they'll mm. they'll actually advertise that just to San Diegans, whereas I could have took oh, wow. that you know three thousand dollars and let hey America, I'm here, right. you know. And do you, you guys offer online courses? No, we do not offer online courses. That is no way to learn how to bartend. <laughs> he, he actually uh, has a whole classroom with bottles and, you know. Right. So you have, it's a hands-on type. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a hands-on type of environment. And you actually, you know, try to get a uh, hands-on experience as well since you have a large class size, you know, upwards of uh, 20 people in a class. So you get, a, you know, sometimes you put one person on the spot of, speed bartending and you have yeah. like you know 10 yeah. 15 people what it, for a drink. i mean what it really comes down to when it comes to bartending school is that you know you do not need a license to bartend anywhere in the united states of america you do not need that what i provide is uh x amount of hours of bartending training hence give you experience and with the testing that that you are forced to take when you leave this course, uh, your experience level is going to be comparable to a bartender who's been out there six months to a year. So that's how intense of a training program that we offer. And we we just don't pass anybody. If you don't pass the test, you don't pass the course because we're putting our name on the line there. And, you know, and in fact, I, I do special training for our local casinos. I've tra uh, they choose our school to, to send their employees that they're promoting because they promote within. Uh, I trained bar management classes. People, you know, email me looking specifically for our students because of the intense training program that we have. And like I said, it's no, we don't offer jobs after that. No, what, what we do is we do provide you the experience uh, that you, you would need. You know, regardless, 
regardless so this course that we do offer if you just give me a second, sure, uh this course that we do offer is um you know regardless if you choose to use it to try to get a bartending career or if you just take it for shits and giggles i'm teaching you a skill you're going to take with you for life either as a form of entertainment when you have friends or whatnot the the ability to to create cocktails is like learning how to cook again you know and being able to cook for people you know you you barbecue you have a social gathering same thing when it comes to cocktails you know you bring people together you make special concoctions and it's it's a you know form of entertainment if you will yeah yeah, yeah tom cruise proved it yeah <laughs> <laughs> He huh. probably made it more the ninja famous, Tom Cruise. Love that movie. Which one? Cocktails. Cocktails. In fact, we need a new cocktails. You were born yet? 2016. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah, they're just Hollywood. pitching. He's pitching. He's Hollywood. 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 Come find the next time. Hey, Cocktail two. Here comes our. Hey, he wants to play right, the so old man in the movie. All right. So if you're bartending, Flanagan. If you're bartending, and a woman asks for a cranberry juice, just a straight cranberry juice. Should you ask her if she has a urinary tract infection? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> because because then that's when you you uh, get away from the cocktail the cocktail cranberry juice and you go to the real cranberry juice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so exactly. Th there's two yeah. different yeah, types. You have to know. So why are you asking for that? Do you have a UTI? She goes, "Yes." Well then, well then you want this cranberry ah. juice. Well then, you're so insightful. Ah. She'll fall in love with you immediately. You and know then, me inside and out. And then you could break like a little antibiotic in her drink and <laughs> cure it really quick. Antibiotic. You, uh, you, right. you can, you can slide her the Planned Parenthood thing, like, <laughs> this free pass. And the napkins, like when you're... Cranberry juice, napkins, huh? Cranberry oh, by the way, here's 100 condoms. That's the only <laughs> yeah. Too bad you even uh, have... Like, I know doctors. <laughs> Not only do I bartend, I recommend doctors. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, that's a skill. So, um, what you're saying, you offer experience, so do you actually have your students, like, go bartender, bartend at, like, actual bars, or... You know, that's, uh, that's uh, something that has been in the making. However, when it comes to bartending behind bars in California, so many rules and regulations, it becomes a liability. Mm -hmm. And if I were just, you know, like, for example, if I were to do that with Saeed's bar at El Kamal, it would be a liability to put someone behind their bar. And if they slip and fall, crack their head open or yeah. something happens. Gotcha. then. But know, we do hire people from his uh, bartending school for our special events once in a while. Yeah, like absolutely. For we do caterings and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, we've had a couple um, In addition, we have a, another program called a Bartender for Hire. Uh, that was actually that's actually the the LLC that that's umbrellaed over Masters of Bartending School, and this is a a mobile bartending um, if, like a catering service. When I I staff my students with that that right. you know for like if you wanted to have a party on a Saturday night while your band plays, mm -hmm. you, know, you can hit me up and I'll send a student over there. It'll be a free bartender, um, but we do recommend that they put a tip jar up, and you know it's an opportunity for them to get an internship. You know, and really get their yeah. feet wet and start dealing with people. Mm -hmm. Yet, you know, just like any other job, you intern before you start making money, and especially when it comes to the bartending position, you, it's the same process. You just don't walk into a company and become CEO. You know, it's it's baby steps. Uh, is this something that you um, that you've ever thought about, like doing, uh, like selling your curriculum, or having, or, or at least opening up another school, or y you know, what I'm saying like. Um, Selling the name or something like that. Yeah, you know what? We that you even aspire it's to? it's it's a beautiful it's a beautiful concept and the name sells itself and it is what it is. You know, we we do put ourselves on top of, of the most and um, I I've been thinking about uh, moving out to the East Coast. I'm looking at Madison, Wisconsin, being a huge drinking town and you know bringing bringing them together. <laughs> I'm looking all at the alcoholics in Madison. There. Yeah, <laughs> <the> number. <laughs> 
number one party college in America. Uh, I've heard there's Num- a lot of is it? I thought yeah. I thought that was Arizona or Phoenix. Uh, well, they're up there. The you University go to number of Phoenix. three spot, Coastal Carolina, where Madison, I went. So that's where I'm going. I thought it was somewhere in Florida. No, oh. what happened? Yeah, Florida State. would be good. Florida oh, has the biggest party schools too. Sorry to interrupt. I, mean, I was just Chico's in Florida. State. Like two now we're ago. debating who is the who's biggest. The drunkest state. <laughs> Yeah, what's the drunkest? Who's the drunkest, who's on, the drunkest state school yeah. you should have? You should do a, you should right do a live question. vote and see what the listeners are thinking. I, I don't know if <laughs> they'll the do. One. What do you guys think? If if there's anybody even giving a fuck right now, uh, comment on the video and see who is the drunkest school in America. Yeah. Hit the bomb. Turn the bomb off. <laughs> Thank you, Flex. Yeah. Um, yeah, as far as that, yeah, we are looking to to expand definitely because I really want to bring America, you know, on the same page. If you go to the East Coast and you order a drink, I bring or or the, or you get these New Yorkers, or you know, you get these Floridians that come over and they're like, oh, let me get a a blue motherfucker, or let me get an electric tea, or something weird. I'm like, what? I've never heard that before. What's in that? Yeah. And they're like, oh, it's vodka, gin, rum, tequila, blue carousel. It's like a long. I was like, oh. From I was like, oh. That's what you call that. Brad and Adios, motherfucker. Nipple milk. Yeah, you know, so really. An Adios, motherfucker, here. An Adios, motherfucker. Here in Southern California. At least having some type of agreement that, hey, East Coast, West Coast, Canada, Mexico, if you order this drink, it's going to somewhat be the same. Now, the spinoffs of the drinks, that's going to vary from establishment to establishment. And that's what really, uh, you know, gives an establishment its characteristic as a spinoffs. And what we train in, in, the, in the bartending school is the fundamentals, the backbone recipes to all these drinks. Now, like, for example, I'll teach you how to make a Mai Tai, which is grenadine, uh, light rum, triple sec, OJ, pineapple, dark rum, floats. Now, that's backbone kind of basic Mai Tai recipe. Now, establishments and other people, they take that drink, and instead of using a light rum, they'll use, like, a Captain Morgan spiced rum. Right. And they'll Ugh. call it, like, a Montana you Mai Tai admit, or yeah, something. Yeah, the Mai Tai is the most wishy-washy drink out there, dude. Yeah. Everybody has a different Mai yeah. Tai. Pers- like, yeah. a rusty nail is a rusty nail. Oh yeah, Jambu and Scotch. Old oh yeah, well but there's very various. Well, dude, everyone's got to do it different. Oh, I use old fashioned. Well, sir, <laughs> well, sir. Now that you say an old fashioned is old fashioned, at my restaurant we do a tequila old fashioned. We oh, do, we do crazy. a uh, Ornitos bourbon barrel. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. We do it with a Ornitos bourbon barrel, or we do it with a Tres Generaciones Añejo, which is also a bourbon barrel tequila. Oh my and they uh, taste pretty much exactly like a, uh, a Mexican old fashioned. Fashion. Yeah, mm-hmm. old we, fashion. we call we call it uh, <laughs> mi viejo. An old oh, fashioned, right? yeah. my old man. <laughs> old fashioned, like my old man. An, an, I, I always no, just think hair, of hand jobs. That's all. Whenever I hear old fashioned, I just think of. You said a Mexican. But with the students, you gotta be like, you know what? Whoever the customer wants a mai tai, that's their mai tai. You know what I mean? Is a hand job a drink? That's one that's wishy washy. That's one. Is that what you think about? Every sexual act is probably a drink. Right. Everything. Everything that's sexual. Right. Can I have the anal sex, please? No, that's where you stick the bottle like right in there. With or without whipped cream. Yeah. That's right. Just give me the bottle. I'm going to the bathroom. I'll be back in a minute. Lots of cream. Yeah. Oh shit! Well, that, that I mean, it's fascinating. Um, so, what kind of um, what what kind of like do you have like a storefront? Like, what what kind of uh, space do you guys? Yeah, use? yeah, we actually have a storefront, and then there's some windows in the front and a door. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a bathroom? Believe it or not, it's a like 1948 bathroom. Oh, and it's nice. it's probably no bigger than this table. 
Oh, good. <laughs> so, like, when you're sitting on the john, you actually you can wash your hands at the same time. <laughs> that gets the job done. So you can, like, tell in class when you're in the bathroom. <laughs> 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 yeah. Still training. Yeah. I'm not missing anything. <laughs> um, so, I was going to say, when you were going to, uh, when you were actually, like, trying to establish your business, um, what was some of the like? Did you have to take out any loans or like what? What was the process? I, I ask this okay. with a lot yeah, of the yeah. small business owners. I'll ask like, what was the process of actually getting the money to start it? You know, loans are scary. Oh, geez, man, Lo- loans. You know, yeah. if you have an opportunity to save up a chunk of change and and use it that way, I recommend that way because uh, business loans, it's it's like student loans. Yeah, you know? yeah, those are terrible. He's trying not I to hate name those are pretty, two fingers. Those are you pretty know, bad over here. Uh, <laughs> Vinny, Vinny, the Mac. Vinny, break your yeah. arm if Vinny, you don't yeah. pay me. Someday I'll start. I got paying the money. Okay, that's all Paladino. I have to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> I sold lots of cocaine. <laughs> However you get it, just get your money. But yeah, if you go through the banks, it's. It feels like you're just, you know, crawling yourself in a big hole, you know, digging a bigger hole, what, whatnot. So, you know, if you have the opportunity to save up that money and then use it wisely, use it wisely. And in bartending, believe it or not, you're able to get a lot of cash in your hands. So, I mean, yeah, the hardest quite, part you know, about quite, quite honestly, that's, you know, the hardest part is the greatest saving aspect of bartending. Had I had start cash. saving my money when I first started bartending and when I was 21, <laughs> I'd probably have a house. Every bartender and server I ever knew spent half the tips on that same bar after they got off work. Oh, yeah. You might as well just, like, when you're doing all your, like, you know, finances on a piece of paper, just make sure that you put off whatever you're going to use as far as uh, alcohol or drugs. Or yeah, drugs. see, that's... <laughs> That's the other side. That's the dark side. See, you that's, guys, that's the dark side of yeah. That's please, please don't ask any questions on the dark <laughs> side. <laughs> Can always. So how many re-exam. drugs did you do while bartending <laughs> when you were coming up? <laughs> uh, you don't have to answer that, but if you want to, you can. <laughs> You know, 19. as being a okay, or no, can you comment would, no, no, on the drug side? Absolutely, of the absolutely. Thing. That's great. That's that's a good question. You know. Well, yeah, I have bartender <laughs> friends. I I know where they go. It because it, it, I was there with them. You test your limits as a bartender. You know. You know what I really preach, and one of the main things that I teach in the class is how to teach the teach the bartending position as a sales position. You know, being a young bartender, I'm cool. I'm watching ESPN. I'm a bartender. You're tipping me. You come to me. I don't have to, you know, slave around for you as a food server would or whatnot. Maybe I shouldn't have used the word that, but however, you know, it's like we're all slaves. Yeah, in a sense. <laughs> but I I teach in how to sell it. Britney Spears. You know. What I mean, you really got to ask your question. Ask the question: What is a bartender? What is a bartender? What truly you know, is a bartender? You know, I think I, I, my definition of a bartender stems from me going to bars and experiencing the whole bartending thing. Because some bartenders are really, really good. Some bartenders are crappy. But in the end, I think a bartender is somebody that besides serving you. He's got personality. He's, he's got an entertainer, car- just like us. Yeah, exactly. He's what he does. sexist. Most of it is entertainment. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's, it's entertainment. That's yeah. The tip is they can also be basically a thank you for the entertainment. It's yeah. supposed to be. Yeah. Now it's oh, just like implied. Sometimes it's for the company or right. the advice yeah. or yeah, fucking uh, honestly, yeah. like sometimes you get all kinds it of. It sucks for the bartender, by the way, because you're like, fuck, I don't want to talk to this And it's guy. not like it's easy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I was yeah. a bartender for a long time. It's a job. It requires patience. I don't want to talk to you. A lot of patience. Psychology skills. I got a job to do, buddy. You can't really be autistic and be a bartender. You have to kind of. I did my best. You know, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta be. Uh, you're moving around a lot and Don't dumping me. ice and stuff. 
but what so would but you were going yeah going go, yeah going You're back going to the, the drugs I think that was the yeah. question yeah. you yeah. know being yeah. a young bartender um, yeah. you know you, you you flirt with it and you know there was my times where you know I would try um, you know doing coke during my shift and the runny nose and the sporadicness and at work and I saw it affect my tips and you know, people saw that you know that was mm. that type of person um, or even being a, a you know a, a, a bartender who smokes pot you know it's like. What I teach is, is t to make it like a sales position. You put on your suit and tie because ultimately what a bartender is, we're a, we're a salesperson. We're selling a product. Mm -hmm. What are we selling? What happens to be poison? You know? <laughs> and people you love it. You sell yourself yeah. as a bartender. Love you know? yeah. Part of the so, you know, as, as I started to mature in my bartending career, I started to realize, like, oh, my God, my presence is necessary for me to make money. If I didn't want to make money, then those are those bartenders that go to work stoned or whatever, do their drugs or hungover or whatnot. But if, you, if you're a bartender, you have an opportunity to make a dollar on a daily basis because people will always have money to come to the bar for some yeah. weird reason. Even in a recession. After work. You got work. It's because you're not dying. You are not dying. Here's your drink. <laughs> that's the, that's funny that's the another one. portion of the budget called Get <laughs> Fucked Up Budget. That's, you that's just funny. worked eight hours. Come over. Yeah, I saved oh, $130 a week specifically for getting bombed yeah, on right, Fridays. Right, right. When you work in like a popular restaurant, though, you're surrounded by like really hot waitresses. You know, if it's a busy place, you're talking about spending your money after work because you all go out after work. And it's like, oh, God, I'm surrounded by these really hot. Oh, she's hot. <laughs> I don't know Maybe why. If I spend more money, she'll be into me. Restaurant yeah. affairs and stuff and nobody has to know. <laughs> you, know you have a little night that night. And, I'm gonna buy an expensive <laughs> drink at the bar to impress the server. As a bartender, I learned to not hang what? out with food servers and, and bussers. And oh, you, you missed know. out, buddy. Oh, you missed elitist. out. Elitist. <laughs> you know, what, because I mean, guys, if you really think <laughs> about it, the responsibilities that's on a bartender, it, you you don't even know where to begin. We're responsible for so much. We're responsible for serving an individual who's already had too much alcohol in their yeah. system. We have so You're many responsibilities. You're kind of on the chopping block. In some places, you're the bouncer, too. <laughs> if they don't have a bouncer, you're the bouncer, too. It's like... That's... Yeah, yeah you got to make those out. decisions. So, um, we're winding down here. We're going to play some games in a second, but I like to ask this question. Uh, what was uh, one of your best... Or worst, because they, they could be synonymous. <laughs> like, what was... Uh, or funniest... Uh, experience behind the bar dealing with a drunk person. I, I'm sure you have That's several awesome. stories, but does and there was one that it comes Gabe that you were dealing with? Yeah, was it Gabe <laughs> who was trying to blow you for a nickel bag? Um. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, I thought I recognized you from somewhere. <laughs> I forgot the riffs already. I think I was. Uh, I think I was bartending at. You know, I know I was. I was bartending at Joe's Crab Shack in Pacific Beach. And uh, it was during it was during the summer where everybody had to come off the beaches and start to come up into the, the establishments That's to awesome. drink because that was after that the oh, that yeah. riot happened. Okay. It was the riot. Yeah, oh. it was crazy. Yeah, I was there when that four wheeler went you into the. the started, I was right huh? there. I was standing right there. <laughs> he threw and the I first said, chair. He was serving them all. San Diego <laughs> What was the riot all about? It was just. Uh, uh, I had a when go with a, a four wheeler. It all started with a four wheeler. Ago? Some yeah, no, it was like ten, twelve years ago. Like, it was when they started banning booze on the, on the beach. beach it's because yeah. people were too drunk out on the beach. They started manning them. Mm. We, back in the day, I remember we used to be able to fucking yeah. drink yeah, on bring, every beach. Bring a keg out there, put it in the sand, dig a hole. Oh, the seventies. Yeah, exactly. You know, we're that old. We're that old. You know, almost forty. Shoot heroin in class. Hey, remember when we used to hang out? Yeah, there you go. 
I'm not 60. Anyways, <laughs> I want to yeah. hear the story. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, you know, these guys are coming in. There's some big old muscle guys. They got their skinny little t-shirts on or tank tops mm. or whatnot. And, you know, as a bartender, you, you, especially being a young bartender, I had to learn just to really take all that shit because people are always talking shit to you. They're, and, you know, being a, a young-looking boy... Cause I, you know, I barely went through puberty. It feels like, you know, and, you know, when I was 22, 23 years old, I looked like a 16 year old behind the bar. So, you know, the guys would always, you know, try to take advantage of me and talk, not take advantage, but yeah. you know, they're, like, they're, this is going. they're, All right, you know, they're trying to boss you around and try to take some shit the whole summer. Oh boy. Gabe just kept coming back. So, Tequila makes my butter. Right? So, yeah, right. so anyways, I'm serving these guys and they're, I, they're just, they're digging me a new butthole, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, for about an hour long, I'm serving him drinks and beers and shots. And this guy, he's just trying to get under my skin, under my skin. And, you know, I'm about three years old at this time. So I'm starting to learn how to deflect, you know, when I drop a shake or two. And people are like, oh, free drinks. And I'm like, yeah, come meet me tomorrow at six in the morning. I'll take care of you. You know, like deflections <laughs> and stuff like that. So I'm starting to learn this at the time. But this guy, he kept going, 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 going. And he said something. And it just... It hit my tipping point, and I was I snapped. And he just bought a brand new drink. I took his drink out from in front of him, and I dumped it out on the floor. And I said, "You're done." And all those boys were like, "Oh!" Ooh, and they started going off, and he started getting raising his temper. And uh, he was like, "No, fuck that! You know, you owe me a drink. I just paid for that." I was like, "You're done." You know, flexing the power of the bartender. Hit the ball. And, uh, you know, flexing the power of the bartender, you can do that. But uh, I kind of did it in a wrong scenario at the wrong time, especially if I'm cutting you off. You're obviously like super drunk at the time. So uh, hearing it from me, especially, you know, the way I looked a younger boy to like a muscular man, he didn't want to hear it. Tried jumping over the bar. Uh, We had to kick him off. He was yelling verbal language from up on the balcony eventually we had to call the police and uh that that don't happen to me once not only there but at another restaurant i don't want to say their name on the air but um i actually had people waiting for me in the back of the restaurant for me to get off work to whoop my ass because i cut them off in the wrong way so how you cut people off it's 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 gonna it's it's a huge deal, you know, because people take it really offensive. And if they're already intoxicated to that level, it gets even on another level. So, um, yeah, well, w- when someone's like staring right through you, I know my eye, limits. Yeah. And you're telling them no, it's like that doesn't even register. They're just like, fuck it. Because I was that guy. I'm not even drunk yet. <laughs> I was that guy. I've had one of my friends was a bartender at the harp, Jill. Love you, girl. Um, she fucking, I was like, give me a fucking drink and a shot. And she's like, Okay, and she's this little girl, like little tiny petite little girl. So she like, she did it right in front of me. She poured me water and was like, "Here you go." And like all my friends were standing there, and I take it back out. <laughs> ah, <laughs> goddamn right. And I mean, of you course, I looked like. The a, difference between well, I I don't even remember this happening. This is all hearsay, you know, secondhand information <laughs> at this point. <laughs> well. Fucking Arnie, thank you so much. Um, fucking yeah. tell them again where they can find you online and your store. Yeah, Masters of Bartending School or Masters of Bartending. How about that? Mastersofbartending.com. Um, our phone number is 858-900-5266. We offer two-week certifying classes. Uh, it's a tough course. Um, I don't recommend it for everybody. However, uh, we do offer fun courses. We're the only school in San Diego that offers a flare course, uh, you know, raising the, the, an, another 
another level of bartending for the San Diego community. I mean, why not? I mean, we're a huge tourism town, and we, you know, we're a huge craft beer city now because all the laws and regulations allow all these microbreweries to exist. People are coming all over from, you know, not only the nation but over the world. So, um, as far as masses of bartending school, we're we're on another level, and uh, I've I, I feel like even if you want to be a bartender or if you just want to do it for fun. Take the course. It's a great learning experience. You're going to get to learn, uh, meet new people, learn a lot of things that you never knew. And in addition, it gives you that opportunity. If you're, if you're a bar person, when you do go to the bar, then you know what the bartenders are doing. And probably bartenders out there don't really like what I'm teaching my students because I'm, I'm teaching a lot of those tricks that most bartenders don't want. You like the magician, the guy who came out and told all the secrets and all the magicians? The creepy like Bruce Lee. <laughs> And Bruce Lee, you're like Bruce Lee. Greatest world's greatest magic secrets. Yeah. Reveal. Like Wait, I'm not Walter. wearing a mask though. And even Bartend you like Walter. Said, can you even even if you're even if you're already a a bartender, you know, if you want to, you know, know your craft, you know, you can go to these classes. Believe it or not, a lot of bartenders out there get get to know what you know alcohol consists of, not just know what. You know that scotch is called scotch. Know why it's called scotch. You know, get a little bit of knowledge on, you know, what alcohol is and what you're working with. You know, not only the tools, but you know the product that you're putting out there. Yeah, we train all that at Masters of Bartending School. Check us out, MastersofBartendingSchool.com. My restaurant's in uh, North Park, three uh, thirty-nine forty-six Illinois Street. I gotta come there still. I don't know why I haven't been down there. Oh, yeah, man. Well, down if, there. if you wanna, you know, you guys yelp us. We're like uh, the top in, as far as yeah. goes is authentic uh, Mexican food. I'm bragging. Yeah, I don't care. You know, that's, like, okay. that's why you're out. I, I, I was a regular Thank before I started you. working there, dude. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm coming in. You fucking gotta man, let man, me know. And if you're hungover, don't come over for burritos or roll tacos. If you're hungover, yeah. I want a California burrito. If you're hungover, they got down, great soup. I was in Mexico soup. City. I ordered a burrito when I was a little kid. They looked at me and they said, "What? You want a little donkey?" And then they <laughs> sold you into slave <laughs> slavery. Um, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I just said something stupid. Go ahead, man. All right. So what about this band, Soulfire? Yeah. Oh no, you were What's saying that? something, <laughs> right? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, Damn, let's move on. No, <laughs> and so far, where can you find us? Right here in this room right now. Yeah. Right here. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> we got to hey, get coming up. Hey, do you guys want to do a song real quick? Yeah, yeah Gabe. That'd be, that'd be awesome. Right. Let's fucking... Yeah. Ladies let's and gentlemen, this is Gabe from Soulfire. And we're going to do a song. Uh, All we're gonna, of us? So we're going to cut. We're going to cut to a song, and uh, we we'll have? be right back. How much time do we have? Because I think it's about a 10-minute song. Hey, what's up? We're Soulfire. We're out in the middle of the street, butt naked. Enjoy the music.
Soulfire Band, uh, that was great. You guys are just beautiful and radiant. And oh, that was a great performance, guys. Thank wow. you. Let's play some games I'm and really sweaty end this right fucking now. show. All right, guys. The name of the game is How Much Does It Cost on Craigslist? Um, okay. It's similar to The Price is Right, uh, but you can go over, and it's whoever is closest to the price. There are no winners, um, and there is only a loser, and they have to wear the Joe mask till the end of the show, which is right there. Gabe, can you hold that up for the camera? Oh, Joe mask until the end of the show, which is right after game, so it's not that bad. First uh, item up for bid. Uh, it's a 250 Brush Bandit Chipper. Uh, smooth running brush bandit with Ford gas engine, ready for any project. Uh, what year is that model? It doesn't say. 
Can you use it in a sentence? Oh, that looks brand new. <laughs> How much is this fucking chipper? <laughs> that, was that in that movie? Was that in that Fargo okay, movie? Okay, hold on, hold on. Is that, that the one they used for Fargo? Yes. Is that the diesel model? Hmm. And, you know, it's a Ford engine, so keep that in is mind. Is that the uh, we'll four-cylinder or five-cylinder? I don't know. Arnie, we'll start with you. <laughs> What's your guess? Is it a stereo? With How much? I'm going to go uh, $1,975. Whoa, very specific. Um, Saeed. Um, I'm going to go 500 bucks. Jim? 2017. <laughs> <laughs> that's, $1. Next, that's next year. What? <laughs> $2? Does that have the turbo? Say it. Does it have the turbo? $2. No. No, you own it. The stereo? Does it have air conditioning? Alex, Alex. You can go over it. It's it who's automatic or stick? Oh, you can go over it. Yeah, yeah. It's not exactly like Price is Right. You can go over it. And if you 12. get exact, you get if you get the exact price, you get whatever's in my pocket. <laughs> Yeah. But you don't want what's in my pocket. Twelve fifty, oh, Mike. Ninety-eight cents. <laughs> okay, and actual retail price. I'll check this. Eighty-seven hundred dollars. Good. Yeah. Got it. Jim, Jim, you're the closest. Well, so, thank you. So here's how it works. Jim is out of. Uh, he doesn't have to wear the mask. I'm so, out. so you you can. He is exempt. He's done. He is exempt. Those things are that fucking expensive. Just wear the mask. That someone's saying. Hey, there's a lot of chipping <laughs> to do. Rusty and shit. It looks terrible. <laughs> it's more like let's make a ripoff. Uh, so are those like ninety uh, grand? No, new? It, mu- it must be the biodiesel. So yeah. there's, there's a lot of bodies in America. It's a four-stroke. Jim. <laughs> Jim, you can still guess for the money, but you don't have to. All right. Well, I feel I feel good about that. All right. I don't think he wants to move. Next uh, next uh, item. The pressure's off me. I feel good. Exactly. Barber chair. Pay the. I didn't mean, I didn't mean to put <laughs> it there. Barber uh, chair. It's an out of Northridge, California, somewhere up in Los Angeles. It's an Emil J. Pader barber chair. Shop ready. Everything works. Price is firm. What you see is what you get. Call or text for more info. Okay, so um, very short sentences. Uh, well, that's LA. a nice one. Oh, wow. That's nice. That. You said L.A.? Arnie first, right? Yes. All yes. right. Yeah, Arnie can, can go first, or we can start with Alex. Kid I'm looking at, uh, that thing. My goodness. I'm looking at $3,800. 38 Okay, Arnie that's goes 38 $3,800. Whoa. Say it in the, in the mic. 4,500. Say it with 40. 4,500. 4,500. 4,500. Jim, do you want to guess for the money in the pocket? No, I'm going to let the others go for oh, it. You I, know? I, I don't want to intimidate anybody with my with my genius. <laughs> Gabriel? <laughs> you just picked the highest. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to say... One dollar. for the Because of the... <laughs> yeah, one dollar. Just because it's, it's that kind of day, 4,200. Okay. Can you read the description one more time? It's a I what can, kind yeah. of barber chair is it's this? It's an Emil J. Pedar. The French one. That makes French a difference right there. Oh, my God. <laughs> the I'm going to go with 8000 That's like the Coney $8,000. Actual retail price on Craigslist. Nineteen hundred dollars. Arnie, Arnie nice looking chair. He nice does not have to wear the mask at the end of the yeah. program here. Dang it! I don't know my chairs. I know my barber chairs. <laughs> you were like, you were like almost double. 
Yeah. While we're on that, I cut my own hair, by the way. I cut my own hair. I can so tell you see. won't. It's gross. <laughs> yeah. Watch out. So I like, do too. It looks too. like a rat tail. Oh, this one should be fun. No, you know what? I'm not going to do that one. Fuck that. I don't. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Um, it takes balls to cut your own Half hair. carrot uh, princess trio wedding set. How about cutting your own balls? <laughs> they they give the retail four thousand dollars, so I'll give you the retail, but it's different from what they're charging on uh, Craigslist. This is a very pretty women's fourteen karat yellow gold one point ten karat CTW. Ladies, he's googling it. Ladies, no founds. No, I can see what he's doing. I can see what he's doing. It's a ladies' princess cut diamond wedding set. The uh, rings weighs eight point three grams. These are very solid rings. There's a lot more, but I'm just gonna show you the picture, and we can go from there. That looks. It's a wedding set, so I'm guessing it's the engagement. Enough said, (laughs) boy. Enough said. And the um, wow. actual wedding ring. Are we bidding on it or, or just guessing how much it costs? Uh, it the like retail it? price was $4,000. Does it come with a lovely bride? <laughs> it's a, it's a, a dude, finger. but, you know. Uh, um, Does it have a finger Yeah, go attached? ahead. If you want to go, Saeed, go ahead. I will say it's 1200 <laughs> Girls want to hear this from you. 1200 1200 He will spend that on you, ladies. Um, it's... Uh, Arnie, do you want to try for the money in the pocket? Uh, why not? Okay, go ahead. Give me a give me a uh, guess. What do we got going on so far? We got twelve hundred. <laughs> Just twelve hundred from Saeed. Twelve hundred one. No more cheating. I'm gonna go. Uh, eleven. Eleven ninety nine. <laughs> I do it. Alex. All right, Jim, you want to try? I think it's um, probably three grand. So I'm gonna go three grand even. I don't know. <laughs> I no, uh, put that down. let me do uh, 3200. Wedding wings are so foreign to you. That's what yes. it is. And me, I say 1900. 1900. Huh? 1900. Because actually $1,000. So Arnie got it again, but Saeed does not have to wear the mask. So now it's down between. Oh, you gotta go potty? Oh, yeah, go ahead. I actually go want to wear the mask. Beep that's beep. my alarm. <laughs> I just been peeing in bottles. <laughs> I'm just peeing, peeing on my in a bottle. Did you just drink that bottle, Saeed? <laughs> I'm about to fill this up in a minute. So, lemonade. This is uh, between Gabe and Alex for the mask for the hey, end of the hey. show. For the mask. I have how about we place a bet on this one? Uh, if you guys want to. I'll bet you $10,000 I win. <laughs> I'll bet you, I'll bet you your left ear. I'll bet you three ice cubes. That three Alex, ice cubes? Like that, three ice cubes? If I lose this bet, I'll three cut off my pinky. Wrappers. Three Three iced teas or three ice cubes? Which one are they? <laughs> well, I was thinking of ice cubes in your freezer, but... Three ice cubes? He doesn't live I, I, I can bring out to you. I can mail them to you. <laughs> <laughs> can you surround them? Ram ra- so ram 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 They'll okay. work just fine. They'll yeah. stay. We're gonna do put their little dry eyes in there. Okay, here we go. For the mask. Alex, my money's on you. Start a hip-hop group called the Saran Rappers. Alec, Alex, my, <laughs> my water is on you. My water is on you. The Sears Rappers. Uh, it's P-F-A-F-F Ambition 1.0 Sewing Machine Ooh. in North Bend, Utah. Or Seattle, my bad. 
The Ooh, P- I was just you on the Seattle Craigslist. You're going down, bro. Wait, Mike, are you just yeah. randomly, or have you? You just, just went out of town. I chose them ahead of time. That's why I can't play. Mike Gabe screwed. I was just checking the Seattle Craigslist earlier today. So I was looking for a sewing machine in Seattle. I wanted to have yeah. it shipped down here specifically. I didn't want to buy one here. You know, the moisture up in Seattle makes the sewing machines blow. Right, you, you taking a turn, too? <laughs> we're almost done. Oh, All right. You're trying to let them in. So we're guessing, yes. Here we go. Hold on. What model? Sorry. It's the PFAFF oh, Ambition okay. 1.0 sewing machine pur- purchased about five years ago. Was used to sew about 10 seams. Owner thought she was going to take it up, take up quilting after her husband died. <laughs> I love the description. <laughs> Man. The only reason that's, I'm selling is because I'm desperate for money. And by personal. the way, if you want to go out to dinner tonight, uh, please call me about the sewing machine. <laughs> Not a personal <laughs> item at all. I'm so lonely. <laughs> but didn't really pursue it for long. Uh, pristine condition includes five ribbons and five feet, power cord, foot pedal, and cover. No owner's manual, but that is available for download online. Uh, Ooh, a tech-savvy person. <laughs> so this is a lonely widow trying to sell her fucking failed venture. I just want to call her in general. That right. is it. Look, it has a... So I, I wish people were honest in Craigslist. I'm only selling because I'm addicted to drugs <laughs> and I need a lot of money. Look at this really, really fast so I can buy more drugs. Alex, you want to go first? or s- Is that an LED screen? You got That's why she's it selling is. it. She's like, holy shit, oh. what is this? Too what's, a, what's an LED screen? <laughs> is this the government? It's a sewing machine with an Back LED in my screen. Day, it's supposed it's to like, have a pedal. That shit's supposed to be sew itself by now, right? <laughs> right. It should yeah. make her. He's got an LED screen. Good morning. How are you? Would you like to sew something today? Alex, let's. Why aren't you talking to me anymore, Susan? It's like the shake weight episode. Can I have a lifeline? No. Sure. Um. I'm going to say... Uh, you can call me. Baby. Can I phone a friend? <laughs> yeah, can I phone a friend? <laughs> call Gabe. Uh, yeah, call me right now. Gabe, <laughs> can you look up... <laughs> okay, hang on, let's Google it. <laughs> Gabe, where are you right now? What are you wearing? <laughs> Just a tea. Just a tea back. Uh, oh, I want to win. I'm going to say... There's no winners. I'm going to win. I'm gonna say twenty-five hundred. Oh my god! So I know I'm probably fun. low. I'm lowballing it probably. No, you're probably high it. Alex, I mean it's either either or at this point. Uh, fifty-fifty shot. Yep. <laughs> Sudden death, baby. One dollar. <laughs> One dollar. <laughs> Can I see the picture again? Twenty-four ninety-nine. <laughs> How the fuck? How much do sewing machines cost? Like, uh, exactly. <laughs> I saw one at Walmart for ninety five. Dude, this is was a Star like a Wars quality. sewing machine. I'm gonna go like twenty five hundred. I'm gonna go seven ninety nine. Yes. Seven ninety nine. Good price. Good price. Good price. <laughs> hey, good, good. Actual Come price. On down. I'm, I'm just gonna get ready. Smells like fresh Sexual murder. harassment. Nine hundred dollars. Gabe has to wear the mask. Oh my god, that's our new look, dude, for the band. <laughs> 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 
Holy screw shit. Slipknot. You look good. All right, guys. Purple Hooter you Eaters. Take the picture now. Stop what you're doing, because I'm about to ruin the image and the style. Let's right. start. I'm Big up skankinsouls.com. Oh, it looks like I'm blowing this mic stand. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. He is actually, folks. The, for the folks listening uh, at home, Alex is actually deep throating this. No. no gag reflexes. <laughs> Damn it. Keep it on. Oh. Keep oh. it on, Gabe. I'm trying to wear it upside down. It's not that kind of party, bro. <laughs> this is the first. Oh, no one's bad. ever worn it upside down, so uh, this is nice. This is nice. I'm different. Okay, he, so he's creative. I'm different, like Montana. Um, wait, how many people? Masters of bartending school. Yes, yeah, like thank you for having me, guys. I greatly appreciate no it. It's been fun. Being. You guys are a great time, by the way. Well, I, I'm sorry for the unruly ones. Uh, this is this is good stuff you guys got going on. We I appreciate it. it. Thank you. This is actually their first time on, so you can. You guys have been on before. This is my fourth. Saeed has. Oh, Saeed has, has been a featured guest. This so is my we're all virgins. We're podcast virgins. All of us. Wait, what are we on? Are we on TV? Uh, Masters of Bartending Hi, School yeah. at mastersofbartending.com. Yes, sir. Saeed El Kamal. Bar and restaurant out in North Park, San Diego, California. On what? On University, right? On uh, Illinois Street. Illinois. Cross Street is University. I'm gonna like you University guys on Facebook. Illinois. Yeah, man. I will totally like you. Come check us out, man. If you guys. Yeah, I appreciate some up. likes <laughs> too. You know, that's something I never really like done, it up, people. Like, like my like business. It. Yeah, like why it. not? Yeah, please. It's a like click away. It's a click away. Of course, the <laughs> like Soul Fire Band. Thank you guys for coming. Did that song we just played? You oh my see my God. Coyote Bar coming up this Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coyote I'm putting bar. it on my Wait, voicemail. In Carlsbad, California. This Friday. Uh, the Coyote Bar. Coyote Bar, and then. The Soul Fire Band. Can we say Coyote Temecula, Bar one more time? Bellevue. I heard their keyboards is okay. Just okay. Yeah. <laughs> A little <laughs> below fucking media. Uh, he's just he's humble. He's pretty good. You're still using yeah. a Fisher uh, Price. Rocks. Fisher Price. I am. I am yeah. using my Fisher Price Casio. There you go. Ding, ding, ding. Anyways, and his easy bake oven. He brings an easy bake oven to every gig. Everyone gets cakes. I used to have a Muppet Babies <laughs> drum set when I was like four. Feel free to write the awesome. show at we speak English good at gmail.com. We talk Can't English breathe. good. We'll read them on air. Fucking <laughs> leave, leave a comment. Fucking leave a rating on iTunes and fuck, dude. That's. Good, good enough for me. Uh, let's fucking do Goodbye, this. Goodbye, Japan. Thanks for watching. Happy 420. Goodbye, Japan. Love you, Japan. All right, guys. Adios, motherfuckers. Be nice to your fellow man. HJ's for everybody. Fucking BJ's for Barack Obama, bitch. Barack Obama. Oh, yeah. Well, he's still our Japan.